Jabronis, we're back. Doing a little midweek recording here, so whenever this airs, it'll be in the future. So bear with the uh, bear with the weird lighting. It's nighttime out, so I don't have that natural lighting from the you know from the war zone that I'm in. So deal with it. You know, I got to deal with it. So so do you. Um, wanted to record this midweek because. Coming up after next week's episode, so the episode after this one is a is going to be a very special episode. Okay, so I'm I'm knocking this out right now, this recording out, so I could put this one out this coming weekend, which will be today Sunday when you guys listen to it, and then the episode after this 45 is going to be a very very choice episode and we're recording that one this weekend so i won't have time to record today's podcast episode so it's got to be done now i'll post it for sunday which is today if you're listening to this now and i know there's a little confusion in the space-time continuum here but again bear with me a lot of good shit coming up in the next few weeks so uh, we're just going to jump right into this one again i got my notes on my computer, so I'm going to be staring at that like a fucking idiot. Sorry, Terrence, family show. Um, And with that, let's uh, step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is sponsored by Silvio's Schmegma Cleaning Wipes. Are you tired of your anteater constantly being unclean and unsightly? Have you been looking for a way to clean out your wizard sleeve and haven't found it yet? Well, now there's Sylvia Smegma wet wipes. Wipes guaranteed to get into every nook and cranny with ease. So to get a pack today, visit www.tppp.com and use the promo code HOOD for 4% off. I don't know. I don't know if it's pronounced smegma or schmegma or or what the hell it is but whatever you got going on down below the equator get a get a pack of silvios all right i know silvio personally he's from the neighborhood and he puts his stamp of approval on it and when that happens you know you're getting high quality cleaning wet wipe how you doing so go check it out four percent off your pack Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. So there you go. All right. So to today's fact, the actual cage fact itself, not the schmegma wipes, but the fact. So going back a little bit, talking about Vampire's Kiss again and what an absolute nightmare all the way around that movie was. So the movie itself, the production of it was a nightmare. Financially, it was a nightmare because they had no money to make it. I guess they over, they overpaid their employees, actors, gear. I don't know what they did, but they, they were pinching pennies, scrounging for extra cash to finish this movie, and they, and they squeaked by to actually finish it, and they barely made that money back in the box office, unfortunately, even though it ended up being a masterpiece. Uh, I'm sure you've all seen it already, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, but one thing that added to the bill of this movie 
which was an unforeseen, you know, addition to the bill, financial uh, cost incursion, if you will, and I will, was Nick Cage during the filming of a scene. Nick Cage was whistling a song. I, I don't know the name of the song. I think it's. Let me see if I wrote it down here. Petrutsky, Petrusky, Petrushka. Well, it's. I don't know if it's a. It's an opera or one of those old symphony. How you doings? Whatever it was, he was inadvertently whistling it in during a scene where he didn't have any word, you know, word roles, vocals in in that regard. But he had. He was the guy on the screen. Um, and because it was a real song and they couldn't cut that film, that scene out of the movie and they couldn't re they couldn't reshoot it because they were, they had no money. They actually had to pay for the rights of that song, which ended up being $10,000 for that one 20, 30 second clip of him whistling Dixie cost them 10,000 on the front end so that they didn't have to get sued and pay millions on the back end. And uh, that's just, you know, that's just how copyright how copyright laws work with the uh, with the music industry, I guess. But regard regardless, Nick Cage not only cost them a lot of money for his salary, he cost them an extra ten k for that song. Uh, but if you go see the movie, you, it's obviously well worth it. What a fantastic, fantastic film! So there you go. That's the Cage fact today. All right, moving right along into the junction now. I don't know. This is probably going to be a quick one. I wanted to talk about, I saw this happen again and I'll get to this at the end of the junction segment, but I had to identify a new Stugats of the week. Stugats? Fucking Goomba trash. And this week's Stugats is what I like to call the fake local. Okay, this happened. I saw it happen in email to me like last week or whatever, and it got me all hot and bothered at work. And I and I stopped doing real work and started taking notes on the important stuff for the for this episode. And I and I had to get it off my chest. So the fake local. Now, what I mean by that, the fake local, that's the guy who will go visit a different place, whether it's a different country, within the country, anywhere around the world. Usually, just a visit. I'll talk, I'll talk about people I've seen that go and, and live places and, and come back, but this is mainly you, the people you see normally, the fake locals are the ones that go on vacation somewhere. And then upon the return of that trip, suddenly they're no longer a Native American. They're indigenous to that region that they came from, from when they, where they just visited. Now they're, now they're Native and they're local to that area only. Now I did some, I cooled down after I got this, this email from this shithead and I just started thinking about like, what kind of different types of fake locals do we have? Cause this is a nuanced Sugats over here. This is not just the standard, just loud mouth idiot who coming back from, you know, Disney world talking about how great Mickey mouse is when really Donald duck is the number one down there. It's, it's more nuanced. It's a little bit more complicated. There's a lot of different moving parts with this Stugats. So I try to I try to list them all out. I only listed a couple because again I started getting heated and I needed to maintain composure, especially since we're recording at night. I don't know who's next to me. They're probably sleeping, stooping, doing whatever. I don't want to wake up the neighbors. So 
I'm going to try to keep it as level-headed as I possibly can. We all know how that goes. If you listen to last week's episode, you know it got a little heated talking about face-off. So anyway, there are a couple different types of fake locals that I identified. The first one I call the actually fake local, and I'll, I'll abbreviate that with an FL, fake local FL. So the actually FL is the guy who'll come back from like a trip to Germany, a vacation to Germany. Guy or gal. I'm going to say guy because I always say guys. How you guys doing? All that. That's just everybody's a guy. Okay. So this is the guy who comes back from Germany. And anytime since he, upon his return, anytime he even hears a sound that's related in any way to that country that he just came back from. So if he hears anything related to Germany or if it sounds like a German word, or a tone or anything, the actually FL is double dutching into the conversation to drop his knowledge on why whatever you're talking about is incorrect. And actually, the correct thing that they do in this country is yada, yada, yada. Now, there's always, the, there's always an actually guy in your group of friends or your coworkers who I don't have many coworker friends. I don't like people at work for the most part. Um, my, my current, my current team that I work with, uh, this past year has been pretty cool. So I'll give them that. But normally, uh, it's, it's a no go for me with coworkers, but there's always the actually guy. That's really what I'm getting at here, folks, is that there's always an actually guy in your group and they annoy the piss out of you. They might be your friend, but they'll never elevate to that level of top friend, best friend, even brother, perhaps never get that close because nobody likes the actually guy. They're just, they're just little shit, shit bags. Like Oscar in the office. He was an actually guy. Nobody liked him. He was a pompous little asshole sometimes. So when you get the actually FL, it makes me even more angry because we already have an actually guy. You were not the actually guy. Now you are because you went to Germany for a week. Or actually, it's pronounced schnitzel and not schnitzel. Oh, is it Seth? Tell me something. How is it, how is it pronounced over in Germany? How do they pronounce VE Day in Germany? Why don't you tell me that? Schnitzel, not schnitzel. Shut up. We already have an actually FL, you son of a bitch. Already heated. <laughs> We're one FL in and I'm already heated. Jesus H, what a show. What a show. Anyway, let's move on. Let's just move on. Now we got the native speaking FL. Fake local. FL. Don't forget it. The native speaker. Now this guy comes back from the country, you know, the country they visited. This is somebody, obviously, they're going overseas and not coming back from, you know, Mississippi, although they do have a little bit of a different language down there in the Confederacy. But this is someone who goes overseas, different country altogether, comes back after their one or two week trip, whether it's solo or with their family or what have you. And now all of a sudden, they're fluent in that language that they, they went out there for a week. Now they're back. And now they know Italian. 
Oh, I went to the best pasticceria and while I was in Roma this week, the cannolis were as magnifico as the mozzarella. Shut up, Kyle. All right. You went to Italy for a week. I went to Italy for a week with my with my brother and my father. Ask them how well I did picking up the language. Pasticceria, mozzarella. I couldn't have been more American. I tried. I couldn't have been more American. So there's no way you're going out there for a week. You're coming back. You're fluent in the language. Rosetta Stone couldn't even do that. And that company made billions of dollars teaching people the correct way to learn a language. And it's not done in a week, Seth or Kyle or whoever the hell went out there. I lost it. Who's on my list? Kyle. I, I know you might be thinking... Wait a sec here, Libretti. Isn't that what every Ginza in New York and New Jersey does their entire lives, even if they never went to Italy? With the Fongools and the Gabagools and the How You Doings and Forget About It and Mozzarella. The answer might be yes to that. But there's a difference. That's our thing. That's our thing. It's not the native speaking FL's thing. They never did that before. Now all of a sudden they come back and pretend. That's our thing. Pretending is our thing. I don't know how many times I have to say our thing before it gets through your stupid heads that that's what we do in New York and New Jersey as fake Italians. That's our shit. We're the Fongul Gabagools. Not Michael who went with his Protestant family over to Italy for a couple of days and now comes back and thinks he's Italian. Forget about it, Michael. That's our shit. Our descendants are the ones who came off the boat from Italy speaking nothing but Italian. They're the ones who taught our grandfathers and grandmothers and mothers how to speak. That's where it came down from. And that's why we speak like that. It was passed down to us. That fake Italian was passed down to us. We earned that. You didn't, Mike. Go back to New Haven, Connecticut with that shit. The next one we got on our list. Look at me. I'm sweating. We're 10 minutes into this damn thing. Shit. (sighs) Here we go. All right. The next one I got. I call I like to call this one the bleeding heart fake local FL. Now the bleeding heart is the person that will go to a non like super touristy country perhaps or area, you know, region of of the United States or anywhere uh, outside that's like usually like a third world country. Maybe they're trying to get away to go on a hike or climb a mountain you know, get that existential experience that you can't get in America. We have to go out there and experience it for ourselves so we know the hardships of the people out there. Well, they go out there, they come back, and all of a sudden, everybody else in America is selfish and ungrateful and has no idea the hardships and tribulations that these people out there have to deal with every day, these starving children in Tanzania. You don't understand. I went out to Tanzania to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, wherever the fuck is up there. 
And this child was in he was in tattered, tattered robes begging for food. You don't understand the hardships they have to go through, you pieces of shit. I gave him five bucks to carry my gear all the way up the mountain. He was six years old. I know what it's like now, and you don't. We had to we had to help them protect them. Give them your six bucks and, so they can carry your gear. Give me a break with that. There's always you, everybody knows those people too. Those weirdos in the group. Maybe they're not your friends, but you know about them. They kind of smell weird. They wear a lot of like hemp looking burlap sack type of clothes. Thinking that they're on their high horse because they 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 took a trip over to Africa on a safari using their trust fund money. And now they're better than us. Listen to me. I'm out here in war right now, fighting for your freedom to be an ignorant little bitch, to go out there and think you're doing a service to them by giving them six bucks to carry your shit. Listen to me, Crystal. You don't know what sacrifice is. Come talk to me about sacrifice. Come talk to my brothers in arms about sacrifice. Actually, don't come talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. I also, I don't want to get too heated because now we're in the final. This is the most hated of all the FLs that I'm going to get into. So I don't want to get too heated. I'm already kind of steaming out. I don't know if you can see it on the screen, but I'm kind of spewing some sweat out here. So I'm sure that's going to be great. Get a lot, a lot of viewers for that one. Now, the worst one of all the fake locals, my most hated fake local, the one who who kick-started, who sparked this whole argument to begin with, this frustration, this mental anguish from an email I got, is the Hawaiian fake local. Now, I'm going to caveat this one because it's not just limited to the people who visit Hawaii. It's even people who go out there who get stationed out there, who have to live there for a couple of years. There's no turning back for them. As soon as any, as soon as the Hawaiian fake local steps foot on Hawaiian soil, never been there before in their lives, born and raised on mainland America, travels over there. That shithead steps foot on Hawaiian soil and they're instantly, instantly a native-born Hawaiian from the time before Hawaii was even a state. That's how, that's how far back the fake local like takes over their, their aura, their entire existence. Now, all of a sudden, the instant they step foot out of the airport or off a boat onto the island itself, now they are a local that has been there with their descendants through all time. Mainland America can kiss my foot. I'm a Hawaiian. Also, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Hawaii, not Hawaii. They always correct you on that. They turn into an actually guy. On top of being a Hawaiian FL. Actually, it's Hawaii. Emails, text messages, 
phone calls. It's all in Hawaiian, native Hawaiian. I get, I get text messages that start with aloha. I just got to Hawaii. Aloha. I'm Hawaiian. The email I got was from a, a pale, ghostly looking creature from the northern parts of North America over in Hawaii for work. Ends his email. Mahalo. I'm Hawaiian now. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt on Fridays and one of those flower necklaces and puka shells. Hawaiian. Every single one of them. As soon as they step foot on the island, that's what you get. You get the Hawaiian. Every single picture. Yeah, shaka, bro. It's all this. Oh, with the little finger, thumb. How you doing? Shaka, bro. I'm Hawaiian. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They're not even doing it as a joke, like in a sarcastic manner. Like, oh, look, I'm Hawaiian. Uh, they actually think it. They believe it. Oh, I believe in the power of the words that the Hawaiian language has. The Hawaiian language is English now. I got news for you, Matthew. It's English. That's what the meaning of the words are. Sorry to burst your bubble. Go from Virginia to Hawaii for an hour, and now you're a native, and we're all Howleys. These Look at these mainlander Howleys. I scoff at them. They don't know the, the hardships we dealt with before we were part of the U.S., and they stole our land. They don't know what we had to deal with. You don't either, idiot. Shaka, brah. You don't either. Don't give me that crap. They're surfers. They're skateboarders. They're Jeep owners. They're going to have a Jeep, brah. Smaller pocket spaces, you know, out on the island. It's always sunny, so I got to have the top down so I can put my surfboard in. Shaka, brah. I'm Hawaiian. It's, it's the most, for all the fake locals, it's the most pathetic display of beta bitchness that you could possibly imagine from by any traveler and any fake local of any kind and any genre of the fake local community. It's the worst one by far because they legitimately think because they touch sand in Hawaii that now they are Hawaii. Aloha means hello and goodbye and peace and it's a vibe and it's not just a word and you don't understand. No, I don't understand. And neither do you. And it's so annoying. Why am I at work getting an email from Powder himself telling me to mahalo? You're not Hawaiian. Nobody's looking at you and be like, oh man, did you... like?" You might have lived there for, you know, for years. I can't even tell that you're not Hawaiian. You're a ghost. You're clear. You're transparent. I can see through you. You are not Hawaiian. There is no such thing as a clear Hawaiian like you. If you email me with mahalo again, I'm going to kick your ass. Because we know you're coming back here to mainland America with the other Howleys because you live here. 
You're not Hawaiian. Stop emailing me. And that's it. I'm cutting it there. I'm red. I'm redder than the Casper fake Hawaiian who emailed me. Losing my shit. I know the neighbors are going to knock on my door any minute now. They're all trying to sleep. Who knows what's 10.15 in the evening, 22.15 military time for my brothers in arms out there. I got to go re-shower. Have a nice espresso again to calm the nerves. And then I could go to bed finally. This is ridiculous. I tried to have a, a nice, calm conversation. I did. I failed you guys again. I did it again. Like a loose cannon up in here because I can't deal with some of the bullshit that goes on. And I know you can't either. So I hope you can empathize with my situation, with our situation here. But anyway, before we go... Got to talk about the big three to be a better, happier, stress-free person in your life and to and everybody else's life that you encounter. Number one, you got to exercise. Find a way. I was feeling like a shit bag yesterday. I, yesterday, I had to drive three and a half to four hours each way to go get my COVID vaccine shot numero uno. And I was in the car like a fat bastard the entire day. I drove up, got the shot, drove back down. Did not take more than 100 total steps. I got home. I, had, I went for a walk. I had to go. I got home late. I still went for a walk. It was like six blocks but it made me feel a little bit better. I got over a mile in on step count. I did some jumping jacks when I got back into the into the the trenches here, the barracks, if you will. And I felt a little bit better. I, I could have done more, but I felt a little bit better. And that's that just shows you how important exercise is for your well-being. Because even that little bit helped me tremendously. I, I was able to finish the day on a high note satisfied at least a little bit more than beforehand. So exercise, got to do it. Find a way to get it done. Two, don't be a shitty person. Everybody that you hate or you trash online for real or that you have a problem with, one, most of the time, you, I know you don't even know them for real. It's probably some famous person some or politician or celebrity or whatever that said something that you didn't like. So you're going to try to trash them and, and give, you know, get that. I'll show them because I can directly communicate with them via this new social media that we are not figuring out cor correctly yet. And it's easy. It's easy to just fire off a text message, tough guy and sign off and you're done. You showed them. Let me tell you. But those, those people on the other side are just that they're people. We're all human beings with feelings and families. And whether there were shitbags now, we turned into shitbags. At one point, we were all good. We were children, innocent, had good hearts, good intentions. You don't know what, what road led to that person becoming a perceived shitbag in the public eye. You don't know them at all. 
So try to think about that before you throw a, a, a dagger at them or fire off spears via the internet, trashing them, calling them names, dogging on somebody, whether it's a celebrity or a regular or a politician or whoever it is, think about them as a person before you pass judgment via the internet. In person too, but let me tell you something. I know a lot of you out there in the world that do the text message tough guy thing. We all know you're not tough enough to be that much of an asshole to people in person. We all know it. Most of us are a bunch of coward beta bitch boys and we're not going to do it. So that's why I focus in on the social media trashing because that's the easiest and that's where everybody grows a set of balls and gets tough all of a sudden. But we got to think about that. Think about the other human beings with beating hearts and feelings and good intentions at one point in their lives before you go and blindly trash them based on the 210 characters that they might have posted on the twit one day. Think about that. And the third one, number three, be grateful and thankful for all the good you have in your life. And I, I, I really can't say this enough. It's one of, if not the most important thing to actually have true like happiness and contentment in your life without being, you know, jealous or bitter or angry at somebody for what they have. If you're if you're genuinely truly grateful for the good things you have and you you can train your brain to consciously understand that every day as opposed to focusing in and honing in on the bad and the negative and the shit going on in your life. If the majority of your life is focused on the good you have and the positive and how, and how happy that stuff makes you and those people make you, that's the, that's the best way right there to be a better, happier person, to have a better life. It is. You don't have to have much. But if you train your brain, if your mindset is this hat I have keeps my head warm. I, it's all, I only have one hat or two hats, but I, I, you know, the, I'm grateful for them. Or if I have a couple, only a couple friends, but they're the best friends you can possibly imagine. If, you're, if your life is you know, more focused on appreciating the fact that you have these two amazing friends in your life or whatever it is, I promise you, I promise you right now that your life will be, you will be a happier, better person and the people around you will be too because that, that good shit is contagious. It spreads out faster than the bad shit. I know you don't believe me on that because all we see in the media and social media on the internet is bad, bad, bad because bad brings ratings and money and power and divisiveness but good spreads faster and more effectively and betterly. That's not a word, but I'm saying it anyway. So remember those three things. If you can focus on those at least once a little bit each day, you will be a better, happier, less stressful human being for yourself, for those around you. 
Thank you again, guys, for listening. I love you all. Visit the website, comment on all the social media stuff. You could shit talk me on there in jest. I know it's. I know you're just ribbing on me because it's fun and entertaining. Go ahead and feel free to do that. Get your anger out on me because we all know it's it's you know it's for funsies. But go ahead, comment, review, tell your friends, tell your enemies. I love you guys. Thank you again. Stay strong.